Kai, and welcome back to HFC. <sighs> I hope everybody had a, a great week. Um, I, I, I hope that everybody had some growth in their relationship with God. As far as me personally, um, I had a couple of dreams, and I feel like they really just opened my eyes to some things. And I feel like I'm currently in a position where God is just more and more saying, like, I've done my part, it's time for you to do yours. And I feel like I realize that a lot of us um, find ourselves in this position where we continue to ask God to do things for us. But the question is, are we doing our part? Where God has revealed things that he has planned for us, and we're like, well, God, I'm still waiting for that, that promise. I'm still waiting for that miracle. And so, um, today I feel like the answer comes in the form of a verse, as always. Um, it's from 1 Corinthians 9.24. Um, and before we, we, we um, talk about that, I just kind of want to talk about some, some, or a quote that I feel like is inspired by this. Um, it's a quote that I've heard often growing up, especially like when you go to interviews, people are saying, Dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have. People always talk about behaving a certain way, not the way that, you know, you should be behaving now, but behaving in the way that you will be expected to behave or act in the future. A lot of people tend to say, oh, I'm not in the position of that, so I can't do that. And the question becomes, why can't you? Um, you might say, well, I'm not in the position, I'm not a nonprofit organization, so I can't help certain people. But I mean, you can, just not in the same way they do. Obviously, you don't have the funds that a nonprofit would have, but there are still ways to help safely. Um, at least in in some cases, you know, there are other cases where you can't, um, or they're more serious and you have to like have a good understanding, a real understanding of what what is going on in order to help and you know offer help in those situations. But there are situations where you can just literally help at this moment or help in this moment. And there's no difficulty with that, like feeding the homeless. You could easily do that. Volunteer at a homeless shelter. You could easily do something like that. Um, but anyway, the verse again is first Corinthians nine twenty four, and it says run in such a way as to get the prize. I'll read that again. Cause I kind of like stopped midway, but it says first Corinthians nine twenty four. Run in such a way as to get the prize. Now, my question to you and I both is, are we running in such a way as to get the prize? I feel like a lot of times we sit there and we say, well, God, you promised me this. You promised me this. You promised me this. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And we're just kind of like getting comfortable. We're getting very mellow, very lukewarm. And we're just awaiting. We're like, God, I'm waiting for that miracle you promised me. But in the Bible right here, it says, run in such a way to get the prize. Are you doing your part to receive what God has promised you? If you know that God has promised you, you know, that one day you'll be a great preacher or something, are you preparing to be that great preacher? Are you showing the act of faith by preparing to be that great preacher? Are you reading your Bible? Are you praying? Are you building your relationship with God so that when you become that great preacher, you know, you'll be ready for it? I know I've shared a verse before and I don't know it off the top of my mind, but I've shared the verse before where it says that God prepares us um, for the things uh, that we'll do in the future. And it's horrible. Um, 
re-saying of it, but it could suggest that God is preparing us for what we'll do in the future. But this is more saying our part in it. What is our part in preparing for our promise or plan that God has for us? And that is to run in such a way as to get the prize. A lot of us have these plans and promises that have been re- revealed to us by God, but are you doing your part to get there? Because God can't make you read the Bible. God can't make you build a relationship. God can't make you give of your time and give of your money. But if you know that you have this this promise or that God has this plan for you, are you doing what you should be doing in order to receive that plan or prize? And the reason I bring this up is because, again, like I said, I have my own plans and promises that I feel like God has revealed to me. And one of the things that keeps happening is I keep getting afraid to do um, this one thing. And my reasoning for it is, well, I feel like, you know, God promised me that, so he's going to provide it fully of and of himself. It's just going to happen randomly. Uh, and then one day I was like, oh, I'll just be honest. Um, <laughs> for me, it's music. Um, I feel like God has really called me to making music. And please don't take my example of the one song I posted on here as why I shouldn't. I promise you, I just had no idea what I was doing computer-wise. But I, I, I tend to actually like my songs that I um, make just at home. I have no idea what I'm doing when I'm trying to like, quote unquote, produce them. But the songs themselves at home, I, I, I enjoy them. Um, and I like listening to them. And I've gotten compliments off of them. Not that compliments matter. I'm just saying like, anyway. Um, so one of the things God promised me was that he was going to do something with that. But at, at the same time, I'm being, I've been so scared to share them with anyone. I've been so scared to post them anywhere. And so then I didn't even know this verse at that point, but I felt like God was telling me like, how do you expect me to get someone interested in your music or interested in producing your music if you're not putting your music out there? And now you may not have, um, you know, music. And that may not be your thing. It could be maybe you're praying for a wife or a husband. Um, and God's saying, well, how am I supposed to get to your wife or your husband if you're not, you know, putting yourself out there. Some of us seem to think that things will just fall in our laps. And in some cases, you know, they do, right? We had the manna being provided to the Israelites in um, the desert. But for the most part, it takes preparation on both our side and this and God's side, especially if he's speaking to you and saying, hey, where is your dedication? Where is your conviction to be prepared for this plan that I have for you? Um, and I'm not saying like put yourself out there in a way of like in, an, in a worldly way, like, oh, we're revealing clothes. I mean, like, I mean, if you're expecting to find um, a man of God or a woman of God, I feel like you should be more present in church because I mean, that's the kind of person that you want to find as a spouse, someone who's equally yoked, someone who's, you know, strong in the relationship with God. And how are they going to notice you and your strong relationship with, uh, and your strong relationship with God if you're not putting yourself out there to be noticed. And I don't mean in a way that you should do things to be noticed. I just mean more like, if you're not taking an active role in God, how are people going to see your light? If you're not actively trying to build your light, meaning your relationship with God, how will anyone ever notice it? The spouse, if God has promised you one, will of course be a man or a woman of God. And how do you expect to receive that spouse or to for that spouse to notice you 
or forgot to move, if you're not preparing yourself for this well. So we talked about last week how a big part of that is learning, you know, the love of God and what that means for yourself and what that means for others. Um, if you're not preparing yourself in that way, God won't provide you with a spouse because what would you do with that? You would just waste it or hurt that person. And God's not in the business of putting people in positions to be hurt or deceived. If he's uh, promised you a spouse, it's bound to be a, a man or woman of God and guarantee he wants the exact same thing for the other person. So it's not just going to be, oh, that you're living like barely in church and, well, they're a great Christian and, you know, you magically, or you don't magically, but God provides them to you. But then there's no expectations of you to be a man or woman of God. If you're expecting God to provide you a spouse, then you also need to be prepared to be the same kind of spouse that you're expecting. So again, in that sense, run in such a, a way as to get the prize. You need to be fully prepared to take the actions that will get you to where God has called you. For me, that means being more confident and realizing that if God's promised me something, that I need to be more forthcoming with dedicating my time to that kind of thing and more forthcoming with uh, being confident and being bold in the promises that God has planned for me. But it also means not just, you know, doing things because you're trying to go for the plan, but it also means just building your relationship in general because a good relationship with God is the foundation of any plan or promise. It goes back to, are you reading your Bible? Are you praying? Are you spending time with Him? Are you making time for Him? Are you having conversations with Him daily? Are you reading the Word so that it can be the foundation for your understanding and wisdom? This message isn't necessarily a long one, but I do believe it's powerful. And I do believe that maybe this week it would be important for all of us, myself included, um, to just begin to to pray and, and meditate meditate on that. God, what are some things that I can I can do to win this prize, to um, get closer to the plans or promises that you have? I understand that God, you know, works miracles and He can lead us to water, but at the same time, we have to be obedient. We have to do our part. There is a part that we have to fulfill, and a big part of this week could be for us that we begin praying and asking God, what steps do I need to do? Lord, open my eyes so that I am aware of what steps I need to make in order to you know, have the promise that you have for me fulfilled. Because I guarantee you, he's not just going to magically have it fall in our lap. Um, he wants someone that's on fire for God. If we're lukewarm, he's going to spit us out. If we're not prepared, he's not going to give it to us. Because again, that puts us in a situation to hurt people or to let people down, and he's not about that life. I I really don't feel like this um, message was that long. Um, I just, it just really falls down to, are you doing your part? Yes, God is a worker of miracles. Yes, he has given us healing, but in all those things, we have to understand that we have a part as well. If we are just existing, then what makes us any any different from any other person? There has to be a reason that God has promised you this. There has to be a reason that this is for you. So what are you doing to prepare that's, that's different? What is different about you? What are you going to make different? I mean, I'm not a preacher, and I'm sure preachers spend tons of time in their word 
they don't just show up on Sundays and have it prepared. That's something they're doing different. That's something they're doing in order to get their prize. That's the way that they're living their life in order to get the prize. And And it just goes back to basic things as well. Are you living a godly life? If God has promised you something and you're not living a godly life at all, then you can't really expect that prize to come true or, or to come through. Yes, we can make mistakes, and yes, we're not perfect, but at the same time, if we're openly justifying and and breaking that covenant that we made with God, what can we expect from Him if we're not fulfilling our part? It's a covenant. It's a <clears throat> a promise between both of us that I will seek Him and that He will give me grace and mercy and salvation. It's a two-way road in a sense. Anyway, um, I really tried extending this because I feel weird ending it so short when usually these are longer. But I mean, if the point gets across, the point gets across. It falls down to, are you doing your part? Like always, before we go, I just want to end this message in prayer. And it's not necessarily going to be a long prayer. Um, There are verses that talk about, you know, a prayer not needing to be long. Um, in fact, there are verses about, you know, rambling on and using the same words over and over to sound nice. And I'm, I'm not going to do that sometimes when I ramble, it's because I forget what I said and I want to make sure that it was said across. And I want to make sure that it was said well. Um, anyway, let's go ahead and just pray and we'll, you know, end this message here. Dear God, first off, thank you just your love, your mercy, your grace, Um, just your presence for being here, for giving me a sense of freedom and joy that, you know, I'm so lucky to to be a part of, so lucky to to be able to take part in. I want to ask you, Lord, to reveal to me the steps that I can take in order to fulfill the promise that you have for me. I understand that this is a covenant, that this is a two-way street in a sense that you're doing your part and I need to make sure that I'm doing my part that I need to make sure that I'm running this race as to get the prize Lord don't just help me with the steps help me also with the conviction and the hunger for your word give me a thirst for your word give me a thirst for your presence help help to change in me the the parts of me that fall so willingly and easily into the world and I'm just help to help me to see in what ways I can begin to prepare for the future you have for me. I want to be prepared for whatever I have, whether it be a spouse, whether it be a big role in church, a small role in church. Just let me be prepared for it. Help guide me to the steps that I need to take. Help me build a life centered around you. Give me your wisdom, your understanding. Let me know your ways more readily and more deeply. Just help me in general. Just help me to know what part I have in this. Let me know what I need to be doing in order to prepare for the promises and plans you have for me. Thank you again just for being there with me. Thank you again for speaking with me, listening to me, loving me. Also, continue to help me to love myself as you love me, to love others as you love me, just to become more aware and more familiar with the love that you have for me and for others. In the name of Jesus, amen. 
Thanks for tuning in to this week of HFC. I hope you enjoyed it. Before we go, I just wanted to clarify. They didn't receive the manna falling out of the sky for nothing. They received it because they were obedient in the first place and followed what God had commanded, which is that they leave and have the exodus from um, Egypt. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. God bless. Have a great week. Um, just continue to pray over you know, the steps that you need to take, as well as helping, asking God to help you um, become more familiar with yourself. Thanks.